Welcome to Spiritually Clatch It. It's a safe place for the real ones to relate. We woke, but with the shits. The epitome of classy, bougie, and ratchet. We pray, turn up, focus on self-care, and more. Living in luxury and abundance, connecting with our soul tribe. This is Spiritually Clatch It, the podcast. feeling mj i am feeling great at the moment actually and this is wonderful to hear pootie how are you feeling lovely (laughs) (laughs) she said lovely (laughs) (laughs) this what i said yes how are you how am i feeling how are you feeling i'm feeling fine Divine. divine, divine, fine, and divine, or okay. something like that. Yeah, I'll take it. I'll take What's that. new? Tell me something good, MJ. Tell you something good, or just tell me something. You know. Um, I woke up early this morning. Okay, and that that's a really big thing for me. You got an early start to your day. Got an early start to my day, and I'm not necessarily tired as of yet, but it's only twelve o'clock, so you know. Okay. Usually when you wake up early, you be tired as fuck? Um, A, I haven't woken up early in <laughs> years. Um, I would know. Um. So, I just, you know, am accustomed to starting my life a little later because I know that I'm not a morning person. Okay. Well, you are in good spirits for it to be a, have been an early day for you. Yes. What's new with you, Pootie? Nothing much. <laughs> just trying to embrace the change of the season Mm. yeah yeah spring is coming yes i'm ready for it because i'm over all this other winter foolishness (laughs) yes no more winter wonderland no it was never that for me does the winter like make you sad yep yeah absolutely it makes me a lot of things i don't maybe if i focus on my emotions sad might pop up Mm -hmm. i think i was pretty good this winter but um it makes me like Unenergized, like lethargic. It makes me un, you know, it ma- it has an effect on me in that. That way was more triggering. So. Yeah, if I, think I it- focus on my emotions, like what the fuck choice do I have? <laughs> <laughs> I'm saying if I actually pay attention and be like, how am I feeling right now? Like focus on my like emotions. consciously, just yeah, be in tune with your emotions. I mean, I am, but not for I'm real, not. For real? No, it's not not for real. For real, I do but i'm not thinking of every moment like that's my how problem. am i feeling in this moment how did that make me feel oh my god because everything do doesn't yes. make so i'm doing it now <laughs> well but that's because you're trying to feel something yes. or at least acknowledge or acknowledge my i don't have a problem doing that at all like i I'm live saying, like that yeah no that's stressful uh... that just sounds like stress <laughs> Like, I'm being to worry about how do I feel? How did I make him feel? How, no. Oh my uh-uh. God, yes. Well, literally. <laughs> That's why I avoid people sometimes. Because it's like, I ain't got Fuck your feelings. <laughs> make you a t-shirt. Fuck your feelings. I, would, I already got mine to deal with. You want me to deal with yours too? I wouldn't be ready to wear it. That okay. has been the problem. Because you're going to so be thinking years. about how people go yeah. feel. reading it. Oh, hell no. Mm-hmm. I would be upset. Uh, no. Okay, well, on to me. <laughs> I just wanted to say that I'm doing really good with my self care. Okay. I said I wasn't going to say anything negative <laughs> at all this week. And did you? 
I've been focusing on a positive a lot this week. That was my goal after we wrapped last week. Okay, that's it. <laughs> Trying to get a grip on my thoughts and my feelings also. Mm-hmm. And in doing so, I was like, I'm just going to focus on what I can do and pay attention to that. So, mm-hmm. And in doing so, the positive, because we get so consumed by the negative shit, sometimes we oftentimes forget or just remiss that the positive even exists. Yeah, because mm-hmm. it's easier to complain than it is to, yeah. you know, to be thankful for what. Right. For brushing your teeth three times at night. I did nighttime brushing. Because, you know, like, that's just not a part of my norm. Like, (laughs) brush at night, too? Yeah. I'm trying to get to my mama level. She brushed after every meal, literally. Oh, that's great. I I know. That's great. I just, I did it three times this week at night. That's great. That's great. That's great. That's great. That's great. I'm just inserting her. That's great. Right here for me too. I was giving you a new Yes. I appreciate it. That's great. Okay, so um, next, let's get into the word. What word do you have for me, for us, for the people, for the week? Oh, yes. A word. A word. Today's word is vitiate. Mm-hmm. Yes, I said it. Vitiate. Sounds aggressive. It is a verb. <laughs> and it means to destroy or damage something. Okay. Vitiate. Let me spell it for you. V-I-T-I-A-T-E. Vitiate. Vitiate. I know y'all got to make sure you share how you can use this word with us. Somehow, some way. Instagram. Right. One of these. We'll, we'll shout them out again for you later. Yeah. We're going to use our social media. And I'm going to use vitiating the sentence, and I want y'all to try it, too. Don't let that lace front vitiate your edges. <laughs> <laughs> so, vitiate. How can y'all use vitiate? Me? I'm going to say this. Janae Ico. <clears throat> Don't let Big Sean vitiate your walls like that. <laughs> oh, my goodness. That's Girl, I was in Marshalls, and I saw a case for a Nintendo Switch in the fucking oh. box. For the summer, but don't let your summer plans vitiate your bank account. Okay, mm. please be responsible. Please be mm. responsible. Oh, oh, don't let your new nigga vitiate your motherfucking summer plans. Oh, uh-huh. okay. Yeah. <laughs> Let's continue to make us priority, ladies. 
Yes. Thank okay, you. everybody. Yeah. Of- and gentlemen, make yourself a priority. You got to live your best life to be your best self. Absolutely. Yes, honey. Tory Lane said something I could agree with. What? He said, he said protect black men. I'm not going to get into mm-hmm, that. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to get into that. Because we agree. should protect black men. I agree. But that's the end of what I want to hear from Tory yep. Lane as of right now. Or even give him attention. And that's just, what you feeling, MJ? <laughs> Your face. <laughs> She's like, fuck that nigga. <laughs> I mean, I'm a mother myself of two up-and-coming black men. Yeah. So I absolutely agree with that sentiment. And that's what I agree with from Tory Lanez. And that's it. <laughs> yeah, that's that. But when you said vitiate and then you start talking about the spring, it's getting me right into the tea, into the dish. Yeah. I'm scrolling on the internet trying to find the stuff to talk about. And... They was turned up in Miami. It's college spring break time. Oh, and these kids have been in the house. Baby, Calle Ocho was a hot mess. It was flooded with people. And they had gunshots ringing out Mm-mm. in the big bougie Miami. They had riots. And this is the thing. This happens every year. Oh, well, you're right. When there are crowds in Miami... That's Didn't why we just have it Memorial Day weekend. I want to say it was no, a, something last year, wasn't it? Not Memorial Day weekend. I was in Miami, and right after that, it was wild. It had to have been Memorial Day weekend, or maybe All Star weekend, or something, something like that, because like they was in the street acting up. It's from a my, Miami's Day always weekend, been a place to go for like yeah, U.S. kids on their breaks. Yes, mm-hmm. that's all we did for every break. I every mean, I love it. I still love I'm it. I'm from Miami, and we went to Miami. We would go and go back, and we and would see, have fun. What we're talking about is more so, I think, South Beach. Yeah, but personally, I like when we used to go back to, to Miami, to Miami, right? Real Miami. <laughs> to which we, which we've done also. Like we finna do it yes, all. We got our big ass earrings from the flea market. Oh. <laughs> Those feather earrings. Do that you know they closed the flea. They the one on US one. They closed that shit. No, I'm talking about the other one. The Mexican flea market. Yes. I mean, all of them is the flea market. They got different. But that things. one's still open, correct? Yeah. Okay, that's what I'm talking about. <laughs> That, the one that in the city probably still open too. That's sufficient. Well, we can make an extra trip on there, but the Mexican league is the where I want to be. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> what was my one task in Houston? I want to go to the flea market. Like, yeah, we in Texas, we in Houston. Let's yes. go to the flea. Mm. We got to go to the flea market. That's where you support the small businesses, the real ones. Yeah. So anyway, they went in, in Miami and showed their ass, and it just made me think, like, damn, I miss it. No. <laughs> That's the reason why I don't go to Miami during peak season. Like, yeah, there'd be too many folks out there. I don't mind the folks. I mind the kids and they add to activities. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the young folks or children? I said kids. I said kids. <coughs> you don't like the kids? What young folks? Yes. Okay. Yes. I'm like with them. Well, not even the young folks. You know me with the crowds. No. I was the young folk at one time, and I still didn't want to be around them niggas. I want to be with my, you know. But we're not talking about. I just don't remember like hanging out in college and just being younger and having to worry about guns and having to worry about like a fight popping off. Or maybe I was just too young and naive to really be worried about it. Girl, but that's not what you were thinking about. That's not what your focus was. But I also was aware of my surroundings, though. We have seen some things that would have should have made us. Probably way more cautious than we were. <laughs> like, remember when we was in yeah, Orlando and we didn't, seen them niggas beating up that girl? Or experienced it, then I wouldn't be so aware. We went to Orlando and we saw a group of niggas, mm-hmm. like at least five dudes, beating up on a girl. What? And her homegirl was there, but they was like fighting her. 
Her homegirl didn't try to help? I mean, I don't... She was like... Ah. <laughs> but she wasn't like... Getting beat up too. Right. Because they was literally like beating her up. It was like, oh, we we not we can't be here. We're going to go somewhere else. <laughs> this is not. Yeah. This is not happening. Yeah. I feel bad when we talk about that now. I mean, it's why really why fucked up. Why we didn't break it up. Break it up. <laughs> Girl. She, I'm going to call the police for you. She we didn't. See, why didn't we do that? We Y'all just let. We were there. We protected ourselves. We protected those black women. <laughs> But you didn't call the police. I better now. I don't even think that we were we were like just as dumb. Like (laughs) our what? No. She said, "Why didn't we call the police? Why didn't we call the police? Because the police was not going to come help them." Every time we're in Orlando and the police try to help, we are black women. That's not our first thought is to call the police. But to see, that's just yeah. It's my first thought when it doesn't involve me. I mean, <laughs> she said, "But it's not a realistic solution. Like, girl, like I'm trying to make life. sure you're not murdered out here. But is that really going to make sure? That? No, it's not. But at least, <laughs> at least my conscience will feel a little bit better. And I just be like, damn, I tried. You know? Now, at this point, that is more of my thought. No. Like, I seen a girl walking on 285 and it was like, she looked deranged. My friend died like that. She she looked deranged. Walking on 285 drunk. I call her, mm-hmm. call call the police. Mm-hmm. Like, I told him where she was. This girl, I'm literally at Mile Market at Santa Fe. He's like, yep, we got like 10 calls for her. We're coming. And I'm like, okay, cool. We don't know. Now that I'm older and more mature and I understand how danger works, she could have been like escaping sex trafficking and like yeah. trying to get One out of being drugged or yeah. Exactly. So I don't know if it's just because I've always been into criminal anything. Please, please. Or, I'm you know, I, I, the fuck it intrigues me, but if it doesn't concern me and I feel like you somebody needs yourself? to know and I feel like somebody needs to be notified, yeah. I at least know enough sense to, even if I don't want the police to be called out, I'll call like a the non-emergency number and be like, listen, <laughs> such and such and such and such and they'll ask you, do you want to be called yeah, back? Hell no, on. don't call me back. Don't ask me for no details. I'll call and somebody I'm not get on the stand. And I'm I'm the, <laughs> right. Don't call don't me to remember sit up. this phone call. So, Thank you. Yeah. I'll say what I need to say and then keep moving. This is why we still need pay phones right here. <laughs> <laughs> no, for it real. Really is. No, for real. Because emergency calls on pay phones were free. Yeah, and that girl... She did not it's have the, a purse. She didn't have else. shoes. She didn't have anything. She was walking like in a big t-shirt, looking disheveled. And Lied you too. I swear, oh, wow. in broad like daylight, out of a movie. like a scene. It looked like she, she was, was coming out of something. Mm. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. But anyway, so the next piece of little tea is the color purple movie is being <laughs> remade. Is it? Yes, I love it. They movie. have an all-star cast, and it's being produced by Oprah, okay. Steven Spielberg. Mm-hmm. Um, who else is producing it? Is Monique in it? No, <laughs> Quincy Jones, Oprah, and Steven Spielberg. Okay, so who? they are um, the producing. So Taraji P Henson, okay. Danielle Brooks from Orange Is the New Black. Yes, I love her. Hey, Hall- oh yes, Halle Bailey. Yay! Right. Um, David Alec Greer, uh-huh. Uh-huh. Tamala Mann, Ooh. Fantasia Barino, yes. oh, yes. Lou Gossett Jr. Oh wow! Um, he's playing old Mister. Uh huh. Her Gabby, she playing um the little. I can't think of her name. Gabby, who? The wife. her. 
Her. Oh, the singer. The singer, her. her. She playing um, Harpo New Wife. What was her yes, name? Yes, I know who you're talking about. Spanky Mouse? Flappy. Okay, so I have Squeak. to admit. Squeak. Squeak. <clears throat> I've never seen the color purple. <gasps> what? Micah! I'm sorry. What side of that was? What side of me that was? <laughs> no, I am that. I. <laughs> black. I hard see it. Oh, I've seen it so many times. Oh my. Like, not but even there are other black movies I have never seen, and I will give you your pass because you probably have seen those, so we're going to just let that be. Hopefully, you've seen them. I don't know. <laughs> you've never. Okay. What? But why? <laughs> But why? I can understand as a child, your mom didn't want you to see it. It's like whatever. But like in college or no time. What's your next off day? <laughs> Tomorrow. <laughs> so. Color purple it I is. I think we need to do that. Yes. Yes. We can pop your cherry. This movie is. Yes. The book, the story, the acting. To this day, it's a movie I can just watch. Like I at any point, I can play. turn it on. No matter what section of the movie it's on, and I'm going to start watching, watching it. it. Cause it's a, it's quite lengthy. Yeah, I've seen bits and pieces, but you haven't I've seen, never it. seen the and that's the reason why I watched it. I so remember I know, like kid. when people quote certain scenes and stuff. Like I've oh, seen, it's know. so big in pop, black pop culture anyway. Right. Ooh, I just can't even. I'm just getting chills Baby. all over. Even I, I cried throughout the movie yep. watching it. Yeah. Watching them teach each other, like watching her teach her how to spell. It oh makes me God. cry even watching teaching her how to spell like. It's, mm. girl, I can't believe you haven't seen it. Mm. Anyway, so the new Color Purple is coming out. And with this cast. Who is Taraji? Oh, okay. I can pull it up. I actually looked it up. Okay, no, no. So I'll be surprised. I, we need to watch the, the old one first for, for NG because she needs to see this. Girl, because what? So we're meeting back here? Is that what you're saying? Okay. Okay, because. You want me to drive you to the field? No. I'm <laughs> <laughs> there. So the fact that this movie is being produced by Oprah and Steven Spielberg, and wasn't he the original? Was he? I'm almost certain that he's the one produced the original Color Purple. Mm. How you know that shit? But you ain't never seen the movie. I'm almost (laughs) certain he was. So with that being the case, yes, I'm even more like everybody Oprah was this is the movie that catapulted really Oprah to the next oh my god this was her about first that role. when I saw her in it like just yes. knowing who she is now it was I amazing. love the story that she tells when she found out that she was gonna play the it was a basically a story about manifestation yeah how she went on the hill and surrendered and saying I surrender all to Jesus Lord I said like yes it's very yes. beautiful mm-hmm. it is but yeah so it comes out it's supposed to be really oh that's my favorite it'll be released in december 2023 so i'm excited like they got some really great actors and actresses they have like even fantasia yes i believe she's playing seely isn't that who she plays? I don't play? care. I'm just so excited to see it. Like, yeah. Another reason. And we're going to watch it again tomorrow, right? I'm just going to reiterate that. I'm down to Girl, watch the color purple. Okay. Yes or no? <laughs> <laughs> we can watch it. Because I'm can. like, we need to see this. Okay. I need to know that you've seen this. 
I need to be it. here and a part of you seeing this. How long is this film? Three hours. Oh my lord! It's, it's probably why so I've never watched it. It's not three hours. It's almost three hours. Probably two hours and seventeen minutes. Yeah, it's amazing. It's a Harry Potter length film. <laughs> oh lord! You enjoyed Harry Potter when you actually two hours and thirty four minutes. Just the first one. You didn't like gone back to one? see any of the other ones. 1985. I wasn't even alive when this shit was made. Me either. I love it. And I remember this movie throughout my life. It's like everything. Anyway, we can't get stuck on color purple because we can't I'm get sorry. stuck on color purple. Okay, I'm ready. So <laughs> next, there's this man. His name is Lamont McIntyre. Have you heard of his story, any of you? Either one of you? I have no clue who he is. Okay, so Lamont McIntyre is a man who was framed and wrongfully convicted for a double homicide in 1994. Mm. This man has spent 23 years of his life in jail. And it was finally investigated enough, discovered that it was falsified information that got him convicted. And now he's suing the unified government of wherever the fuck he's from for $93 million. Mm -hmm. Is he single? (laughs) (laughs) I'm just saying. Like ninety three million dollars, and I'm like, and he better get every single one of them. His motherfucking lawyer better be pro bono, just like the fucking one they gave him, probably to defend himself from this heinous motherfucking accusation. Wow. It's really upsetting that. What's the details of of the? Um, is this another Emmett Till story or? Huh? The details? Yeah. Like, now you're asking for a level of research that I didn't do. Oh, but. Okay. oh. I was like, what? A double homicide, but what? But I mean, I'm just talking. He I was, was guilty. He was framed. His skin. Oh, he was. He was framed. The op- they're, they're accusing an o- I didn't do this. An I don't want to be that person. They're ac- accusing skin. an officer of framing him for this crime. Yeah. Skin. A police officer. Yep. Mm. Yep. So, I mean, I think it's just really fucked up. It definitely is. These things are still happening, though. Like, right now. To this day, right now. So, there's people who are actually innocent of the crimes they're accused of, and they've been convicted of those crimes. Yeah. And they're awaiting a conviction for those crimes and being punished and held punitively for something that they did not do. And because they are black or brown or poor or voiceless, they just do it. Yep. All prisons at this point are corporations. Yes. They're they owned by owned. corporations and millionaire investors and all of that shit. So it's absolutely it's really fucked up that rigged. they don't care. Business. Yes. They do not care. It's not meant to improve the society. It's just a a a a, a money solution. <laughs> It's not even a solution. An alternative. Yeah, like it's... it's, Since you fucking up over here in society, we gonna make some money off of you. It's slavery. And not even fucking up. Since we don't like you, or you're not doing what we want you to do. And when we really get into the laws, (laughs) like what things in the Constitution can actually be consistent as laws, which is murder and breaking, damaging property... And like three other things, that's it. Anything else are infractions and citations that they enforce as laws. Mm. It's like literally murder, damaging things, anything like old, punishable, severe shit. 
You know what's funny? I'm just going to throw this tidbit in there because I just found this out a couple days ago. Did you know that in California, like, you can still, like, it's, you, like, they, the police not coming. If it's less than, like, 900 or so dollars, they ain't coming. <laughs> but, because... Once it becomes a certain number, that's when it really becomes a crime. So if somebody went in Walmart and stole a necklace and a hat and an outfit and a whatever, and they came up to four hundred dollars, or they got a four hundred dollar TV, like, oh well, they got your ass. So here's the thing: <laughs> when I lived in California, <laughs> got you. When got I lived him. In California, the sad part is all I thought about was how's that working for Spencer? <laughs> that's, that's exactly what I'm gonna tell you. Well, I've never seen a police officer. Didn't have any interaction with them or anything. I, <laughs> my friends and I went out after lunch, after work one day to a bar and came out and the car was broken into. He had left his laptop on the back seat. So, A, okay, fine. He got insurance so he wasn't worried about that. But we all know how insurance works. You need to get a police report, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. The police said, okay, take photos. For your, you know, insurance documentation, and I'm gonna forge you over to like a a manual line, and we'll mail you your police report. Yep, sound about right. Cause like he, nobody's coming. I'm just letting you know that now. Like in Georgia, coming. you know you can't. Even go to when the I worked at the apartment to, community, breaking no and entering, whatever the case may be, the police are just not coming. So you better get you a get and brat. Like, they're just not coming. You coming up in my shit, you finna get hit. That's just it. I know y'all hear my rhyme. I do it all the time. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so who I'm finna talk about next? Who? Somebody we've been talking about, Kanye. (laughs) (laughs) It's somebody we've been talking about, but it ain't Kanye. Yes. Goddamn Kodak Black. (laughs) Who we calling that now? We don't know. This man. Kodak Black is just... He's being accused. He's a character of his... Like, he can't be real. Of of applying his ridiculous principles in a possible feature with Lotto. But I don't know. I didn't even look at her track list. So, this is what happened. I I don't know about the track list, but she was on an interview with Big Boy on one of his shows or whatever. And she basically said, like, yeah... This these men in the industry working with these men, it's like it's been real hard. You know, dudes is really trying to step on my neck while I'm trying to move forward because they're not trying to keep it professional and strictly business. Mm-hmm. So this dude stepping on my head because I respond to a DM basically, and they fighting me on getting these tracks released from their labels or from their side of things so she can put it on her record and release her album. So basically, Black Twitter is like, oh, that's Kodak Black. <laughs> I bet you it's Kodak. I bet you it's Kodak Black. So everybody on Black Twitter is like, this would fuck doing it. Oh, oh she got a song with Kodak. Oh, it's that nigga. Just straight up because that's his track record. But Kodak Black said, man, nah. nah it Let me do it in his voice. Hold on. <laughs> Kodak said, man. That mulatto girl is not talking about me, homie. Well, she he is definitely on the track list. Oh, yes. 
Yeah. He said, y'all steady reaching. So, let, let, can I read them out real quick? The features? Yeah, who's yeah. on her album? Um, 21 Savage, Lil Wayne, Childish Gambino, Lil Durk, Nardo Wick. I don't know who that is. Neither and do I. Kodak, and Kodak Black. Oh, bitch, it's Kodak Black! <laughs> <laughs> Like, I'm with Black Twitter on this one. You really Who think? is Nardo Wick? It's not Lil Wayne. Like, there's no way you can convince me. No. You can't convince me it's 21 Savage. No. Childish Gambino? Absolutely. Come on the now. fuck not. I don't know who Nardo Wick may be. We gotta Maybe. find out Why, why don't y'all is. think it's any of the other people? Lil Durk? It is not having it. Why would he First do of all, all of some that of these people are in relationships. Yeah. Kodak Black is not. <laughs> And he's known to have said this about working with female artists. Yes, he said that. Remember, he said that women should have to have sex with him to work with him. She didn't even say nobody. That's what he said. Yeah, he talked about... That's his defense. I was reading it. He he said, um, that girl is not talking about me. Y'all steady trying to reach. Shawty ain't saying that man. Yes, he looks like all of a 12-year-old. He's 20. He said he too fly for some shit like that. He said I'm too fly for that jacket. Y'all trying to make me wear it. We're not trying to make you wear it. You've been wearing it, and now Nigga. we call you out like, don't you? That's that. That's that. That's you your birthday on, huh? suit. That's like, what I'm saying, what? like, sir. <laughs> that's who you is as a person fundamentally. So yeah, Black wow. Twitter is like, yeah, that's you, Kodak. And she ain't never say no name. She was like classy about it, but she was like, I ain't finna hold back either. Like, yeah, she said that shit on purpose, just how she said it, because yeah. we know what time it is. And he we know is that Kodak Black is the, he is the alleged culprit, and it? I believe it. She said some uh, some dude trying to drop oh, his nuts on her because she don't want to respond to no DMs. Yep. She done had a hard time trying to clear these tracks because they trying to make it personal instead of keeping their business. Mm. Damn verbatim. She did I mean, say that though. <laughs> that's pretty much. No, that's very much. <laughs> I'm just like, and it, 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 come on. That's literally what he just said. Mm. Why should these, I work with these female artists if they ain't willing to give up Something like that along the draw. Yeah, we pretty much get up it? the draws like, come on. To work with him. And yeah. you think we're not supposed to assume it's you? Your name on the track list. <laughs> so, you told on yourself. Yeah. We you talking about it. this uh, artist and working with men, female artist thing. We got Megan. Yeah. Again, steady going back and forth with her label. This dude um, called Carl Crawford from 1501 Entertainment. Mm-hmm. So basically, he makes these niggas love posting on Instagram and Twitter. Everybody who made me deal with, and she herself, is damn near like these my public diaries. She's on her Instagram story saying stuff. He on her Instagram story saying stuff, and that was a case a couple like, of weeks ago. Be something, isn't it? Something legally, if you being sued or you suing somebody, that you can't talk about that shit publicly. Or I mean, like that. if that's a clause that you put in it, I don't oh, think that's necessarily it's not like it's every time. Every time. Yeah. It makes sense. But. but that you do something like that. However, he says, he claims that Megan is a bona fide alcoholic. Okay. Who Lord. fucked the whole industry, including her best friend's nigga. But what does that have to do with the business that you guys are doing? I would love to say something in response, but Megan doing the same shit. Like, bitch, you a pill popper. Don't nobody, like, Man, they are is, beefing. Y'all mean each other when y'all Exactly. They're, neither one of them is talking about business. The only milk. thing that she said that Who was... Who gives a damn if she slept with everybody? We ain't saying she... Because she's triggered. When niggas be sleeping with all the bitches. We don't care that she... That's what he said. Maybe he mad because he the only one she didn't fuck. Yep. <laughs> Maybe I mean, he mad. Sound like bitter dick to me. Yeah, 
But basically, Megan said she hasn't been paid since 2019. She's saying that she's had to pay for her own shows or something like that, but they still trying to profit off of her and say, but you got to pay us because mm. you're our artist kind of thing. She, <laughs> she out here trying to get it on her own, even though she had a label. They never paid her. They never fronted her. They just ate off her plate, basically, is what she's, mm. what her claim is. So that's horrible and awful, and she's still dealing with that. And he basically saying that he's going to now, he said defamation on the way or defamation oh included God. too. So now he acting like he gonna uh try to file a suit for a defamation of character. But you're defaming yourself. You're letting the world see the type of person you, you are, are by getting online and being petty about it. Yeah. Like you, you trying to run to a business and run a business. And she basically said something like that, like you ain't no business owner. You trying to be a celebrity. You ain't trying to make money. You trying to be known. Mm. Like <laughs> that's basically that. And then finally, Kanye, he was banned from the Grammys. Now, I'm not following very closely to this story, but every time I go to look for something to talk about, Kanye is out there because he keeps being relevant to the news. I ain't watching that shit anyway. Right. But they basically said that he is banned from the Grammys for his online behavior for all these leaked text messages and ongoing, and I'm putting that in air quotes, abusive and inappropriate messages directed at um, his ex, Kim. Oh, and God. Abusive? Pete Davidson. Abusive and inappropriate messages. That I put that in air quotes. Cause what bitch, kind of messages? Did he say, I'm a beat your motherfucking ass, bitch? Or did he say... Quit fucking with me, yo. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's what I'm like. <laughs> like what, what was it that he what, said? What is your level of abuse? Like, what? Because people, especially those other people, they love to hear somebody... <laughs> <laughs> hear somebody say something and immediately play victim. Oh, God. Don't yell at me. Or don't, you know, whatever the fuck. Like. But, I mean, that's the story of the Kardashians, though. Ooh. What you mean? In, in a lot of scenarios, they do play victim very well. I mean... Because the first person you're gonna you're gonna always do is villainize the black man. I mean, I don't understand their obsession with our men. I mean, I, don't I even do. like men, but I understand I this do. shit. I actually do, but I don't understand Definitely why they can't get, a, get an Armenian. They they can't find no Aladdin nowhere. Aladdin was fine to me. When I was <laughs> Aladdin was a cute person. Yeah, you know, but, what I'm real life Aladdin okay. not there. Wait a minute, we can't. Tell them who they can like. That's their I preference. didn't tell them. I asked, is there not an Aladdin that... <laughs> but apparently this is what they like, and you understand why they like it. So it's not even about why you gotta like that. Come on, you know why they like it. So... I do. How can we really say you shouldn't because you taking hours? They I'm go. not saying I'm that not, you shouldn't like it. Because, right, you I'm gonna go saying, where you wanna go. In this scenario, because you are dealing with an African-American male mm-hmm. who is known for mental health issues... Whether he's having a complete episode out in the middle of everyone for everyone to see doesn't necessarily give you the moment, i.e. Kim K's camp, her publicist, Jenner, Mm -hmm. all these people that make Kim's outer appearance to the world seem legit. This is not the time to villainize the black man. Whether he's doing it on his own or not. You see what I'm saying? At any moment in time, you're... Your life has been made public, and I guarantee you, their show is coming back on on Hulu. Yeah, I saw yes. they're gonna 
this stuff that's going on now, they're going to touch on it. Absolutely. They're, they're going to touch on it right they're now. They're touching on Before it right now. But also, y'all been didn't off of... her to. And now that right. he's not, now that he's not going to be around, you're going to touch on it. Say. And you're not going to do anything but make him seem like this horrible person. And that's that shouldn't be the... It should never be the case. I feel like that is what I was kind of leaning on when I'm like... There's going to be a disconnect in some way in an in interracial relationship. There's going to be some learning curve and some disconnect. And it takes a level of understanding that you can only have from being black to understand how and why certain things that occur in our community or from our men or that are being portrayed are deeper than today and right now. Correct. I think there's Marsh- a level of understanding that comes. Yes. And I think... I, and- and for me, they don't I don't understand that. See it as a black relations type of thing. Mm-hmm. I think it's a mental health thing. Period. Yes, but I do feel like his his how he identifies and his blackness definitely exasper exasperates the fact because we don't really give ourselves as a community credit mm-hmm. to have those issues. Yeah. So it's almost like okay, what's wrong with him? Why he doing all this? And it's kind of the reason why she's allowed to slide out like she is. Right. And I'm just like, you know, black or not, we should be given. I'm sorry. Me having dealt with my own personal mental health issues is this is exactly why it's hard to be vulnerable in relationships. Because when you're going through something, you want to know the person you're with emotional issues or whatever the case may be. Y'all have children. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? And you're in the public eye. Family or not, race or not, whatever the case may be, you have had children with this man. So what you say and what you put out about this man's character is going to reflect. Is going to reflect you and how you view your children's father. Yep, and it's going to affect the. Children. It's going to affect the children because people are going to judge them based on Because at the end of the day, your children are direct reflection of their father, as well as they are direct reflection of you. That's my experience. Definitely. So you should yeah. never, whatever you feel, Quorms, or how you feeling about whatever he got going on, voice that shit to yourself and keep it private. You see what I'm saying? Dog. So basically they're trying to say. Because this. Courtney damn sure didn't do all that to um Scott and he put her ass through the ringer. Absolutely. She put him all on the show. She didn't have to say nothing. But um, basically uh, I went deeper into what really is happening. Like, Because I'm like, what's so bad that they want to ban him off the Grammys. Right. You know what I'm saying? So basically, the one, the host of the Grammys is Trevor Noah. And because anybody who's had anything that's not on the side of Kanye to say about the situation at all, they automated the ops. And I saw that when somebody... From the beginning. Yeah. It was like, damn, I just said she looked nice. I liked her picture. Like, literally, somebody liked her picture. Like, oh, yeah, I ain't fucking with you no more, DJ. It was literally like that. So... You know, I'm really trying to figure out. That's how he feeling. I'm literally trying to figure out what is the the deal. So essentially, they're saying that, and this is coming off of NPR. So I'm reading from their source that Kanye came for Trevor Noah after he said anything that wasn't Team Kanye. He said um, he called Trevor Noah a racist name, and he got suspended off of Instagram. He said some shit because Trevor Noah spoke out uh, his own opinion about what's going on. He said, "You, this is Trevor Noah said, you may not feel sorry for Kim because she's rich and famous. 
But what she's going through is terrifying to watch and shines a spotlight on what so many women go through when they choose to leave. Mm -hmm. So he didn't say anything that was whatever. He said, you know, you should take into account that this is just what a lot of other women go through. (laughs) And this is just happening on a bigger stage because she's Kim Kardashian. So because he said that, it was beef with Ye. (laughs) It was. On sight. (laughs) So he said something on a song called Kumbaya and another song called Easy and the lyrics include a part that say, God save me from this crash just so I can beat Pete Davis's ass. (laughs) (laughs) But that's man to man. What's wrong with that? I don't feel like nothing wrong with it. I think it's funny that he's like, bitch, I'm calling you all the way out. First and last name. I'm gonna fight you, bitch. I'm mad at your ass. These are his emotions. What's the what's and he's an artist. Wrong? He's an artist. This That's what I'm saying. But did, did he say he's gonna writing in his journal? This nigga make a song. Did he say he's gonna beat Kim's ass? Throughout the controversies, he said he's using his artwork, his art to work through his feelings. Yes. yes. What's wrong with that? And he's merely trying to reunite his family. That's basically what. And I don't that's see why I've that's heard. a reason to get banned from the Grammys. Neither do I. Pete right. Davidson beat his ass whoop for sleeping with a married woman. Wow. Knowingly. I'm sorry, as a divorced a divorcee, I feel like until the divorce is final, everybody else is extra and you're But that's the same damage. with um Kanye's girl. What's the what's her the, too. what's her name? Well that she ain't got the energy. They haven't given her that much lighter energy. Because how? That nigga doing something to I touch feel t- like, the ice cream the I Sunday feel like every day. it's like a tit for tat. I he definitely feel be. like it's a tip for tat. And it then he'd be dumping them. Like, man, I don't want them. I want you. Give me back my family. <laughs> like, And she's just like, I can't deal with this shit no more. <laughs> <laughs> right. Oh, well, I'm out. I mean, to be honest, I say what I said about, oh, I feel away, but everybody has a right to leave when they're not happy. She wasn't happy. She left. Yeah. I just think it could have been done a little differently. And then I think it's unfair that he's he, suffering those mental issues and there's no compassion. Yes. Dealing with them. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Yep. All right, y'all. Well, that's all we have for the tea in the dish. We'll be back with 1111. All right, everybody. We are back, and it is 1111. And it's time for us to get into the main topic of conversation. And this week, it is forgiveness. Dum dum dum. Let me take a deep yep, breath I am here. Dumb as hell. <laughs> <laughs> Let me take a deep breath right here. And first of all, so while researching this episode, I sent everybody there a little link to take a test on their forgiveness worthiness scale situation. And um, I want to share that first. <laughs> <laughs> you want to share your results? Me. Mm-hmm. I think I'll go last. Oh, damn. Yeah, I mean, I could. We should just go in order according to score then. Highest to lowest? No, that's not fair. Fine. Are you the highest? <laughs> yeah, I'll go first. Shall I just read mine? Yeah, go ahead. So, out of 60, I scored a 37, suggesting I have a moderate tendency to forgive others. It says, after a conflict, you likely feel hurt and attacked, and your responses suggest there's a good chance these feelings might make you avoid contact with the person who hurt you. 
People who avoid a problem like this are more likely to dwell on the ways others have hurt them, which exasperates negative emotions. These feelings make it harder, but not impossible to forgive. At the same time, you don't seem likely to want revenge against the person who hurt you, which suggests a greater capacity for forgiveness. I think that's true. I'm kind of a dweller and a nitpicker. So when something happens, like even if I feel wrong, I'm still going to nitpick on how I got to that point. Mm. But are you nitpicking on the person or the situation or yourself? All of the above. Okay. And I will drag myself just because that's the closest thing to me. But I mean, otherwise... um, MJ, what's your score? And I withdraw for everything. So, yeah. <laughs> what is it? Oh, what do we do it on? I don't damn know. Okay. You're, do you remember your number? Because it said the same thing. I remember. What was it? I think it was 29. 20-something. Like it was 29. 29. So, that one is you have a low tendency to forgive others. And it says that, basically, like her said, your responses suggest there that you would be an avoider avoiding the person who hurt you um that you would be a dweller as well dwell on the things which will make it harder but not impossible to forgive um and then mine is a 22 out of 60 which is the lowest (laughs) (laughs) but they all said the same thing yeah the the description says because we are none of us are vengeful so even though we're not super duper high on the forgiving or letting go of things if you will we're not vengeful and wanting to get back or hurt the other person i think the big difference here would have been the questions that talked about like and i don't wishing them yeah yeah i don't want to say the questions verbatim so i don't remember them but it would have been more like do you want to see them trip and fall y'all asses want to see them fall down steps (laughs) <laughs> you just want to see a trip and fall I don't want to see anything I'm just sad about it <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if it like, and you, you don't, don't want them to fall. fall down the steps but if it happens and you see it you're like yep that's the difference in the points <laughs> yeah, but I don't think yeah no see how she's laughing she's laughing. <laughs> that's why her score is slightly higher than yours <laughs> yeah, and I'm like I think I was I still would feel bad though. I would feel bad. Oh, I'm gonna slash your tires. Or I wish no, you none would, of us would do that. Know, I wish your dog would score. die or some bullshit like that. I feel that. all the way bad. Like, yeah, I'm, I'm just completely it. avoiding you. It's out of sight, out of mind. But I'm gonna make sure I cover all my bases, like blocked all the way across. I wish it was out of sight, out of mind. I'd be working on that because I'm not finna. Social I feel like you. I'm not gonna. In oh, my yeah, mind, no, I think that I've forgiven a lot more people, places, things, and situations than I have. I yeah. think I kind of threw them into the forget pile more mm-hmm. than the forgive. So I feel like because I don't think about it or I don't dwell on it or I don't whatever. You've forgiven them. And I had it. <laughs> no, I literally got emotional when I saw my results. Like I, I started crying because I realized I'm carrying that on me. Yes. So, we're going to get into this forgiveness. So, what is forgiveness? Stupid. (laughs) Well. No, it's not stupid. (laughs) It's a conscious, deliberate decision to release feelings of resentment or vengeance towards a person or group who has harmed you, Mm -hmm. regardless of whether they actually deserve it or not. Oh, shit. You just checked my life. I'm good. (laughs) 
I'm going to head out. <laughs> I'm out. A conscious decision. Got a conscious deliberate. Like, regardless of I whether know they deserve it. And a I'm choice. choosing. Yes. It's a choice. It's a okay. choice. To release feelings of resentment and, and vengeance. And now, what I'm thinking about when we say <laughs> resentment, do, have either one of you seen the vibrational scale? Where they show like love being the highest frequency and vibration. That. And shame at the bottom. Resentment is right down there. So as much as I'm trying to vibrate higher, if I'm carrying any kind of resentment for somebody who I haven't forgiven and the way that I don't trust men and the way that I, like, I know that I haven't. I know the source of my pain is so far and so deep and so long that I'm like, how? Like, how do I fucking do like, that Like, where shit? do you even start? How do I do it? So, um... I looked up the benefits. I looked up everything. So the how is um, coming, but like the the benefits of forgiveness mm-hmm. for yourself are improved self esteem, mm. improved heart health, stronger immune system, and better blood pressure. Mm. Improved mental health, less anxiety, less stress, and hostility. Decreased depression and then healthier relationships overall. So all of these things come with forgiveness, and forgiveness does not come easy. We're holding on to these things. So if you are harboring some um, uh, resentment and vengeance, then more than likely you're harboring some kind of disease or sickness in your body mm-hmm. that's manifested in some kind of way. Mm-hmm. Um, your mental health is not at the peak or the top of where it needs to be. It said self-esteem. So, like, I had to literally go back to, like, one of the things that I'm still working on forgiving because I had a moment where I literally had to forgive uh, a deceased family member, you know, for things that they had done to me. And some of the things they've done to me actually affected my self-esteem. And I feel like as much as I tell myself, girl, you're fine, you're fabulous, you love yourself. I don't always reflect that. Yeah. And some of my choices, what I feed myself, how, you know. How but I, that goes back to forgiveness and yeah. forgiving you and just being consistent in your Bitch, habits. Self-forgiveness, that's a whole nother specific. <laughs> but no, that's really what it all is going to boil down to. Yeah. You have to forgive yourself first for whatever part you played. So that you Even can open child, up to so give space yeah. to forgive everybody else. And you got and be consistent <coughs> and know that it's a practice. Yeah. It's not a, in, a, a destination. Oh yeah, it says why practice it? Like that's the question. Like yeah. you have to continue That's the problem thing. with everything, is we're so used to results in the world we're in now yeah, in our society that we it's difficult to understand that the way you live daily is a practice mm-hmm. it's not like a result the result is just your experience if you're practicing the right daily habits it's not like i did it and i don't have to do anything anymore mm-hmm. and i know this because i'm guilty of that where i will do certain things to get to a, a result like losing weight i'll get to a number and i'm like good i'm all right. done <laughs> i ain't gonna do that no more and then i go back to gaining weight like now and i'm like damn i can do that shit again practice makes perfect oh but i understand now it's not about the weight it's about what i'm able to do in my health and mobility and all of those other things Mm -hmm. and that requires a lifelong commitment to consistency Mm -hmm. that discipline that we talked about oh (laughs) (laughs) 
Listen, this is a safe space for us to just work through all of this shit. I appreciate being able to have these conversations and I pray that our listeners are gaining and learning also because we are in this together, brother, sister, cousin, and friend. You know, all of us. Yucky. There's something we have to do. So, how? And you know what? Let me reiterate. I think it's very important that each person first focuses on forgiving themselves Mm -hmm. because even with that you can mimic that on other people yeah you know you gotta be real with you so what is the how so it says just like you just finished saying (laughs) forgiveness is something for you it's not a gift for someone else Mm -hmm. and with all the benefits that come with it it's very evident as to why it's for you the improved fucking everything improved <laughs> fucking yeah i like that yeah <laughs> i'm sorry that sounds like a benefit, benefit. <laughs> you know if you have a stronger immune system you can fuck for a longer time i'm sure <laughs> <laughs> improved heart health you can fuck for a longer time i'm sure and if you are in that space of forgiveness you have probably have a better he's like megan and <laughs> So you have attracted opportunities. Yes, you're attracting more positive energy. Good energy. Or a good clit energy. I don't know. Whatever it takes. Just good energy. Just in general. Just around yourself. Good fucking energy. Good fucking energy. Yeah. Yep. Mentally, spiritually, physically. Yeah. Yep. 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 the podcast let's get it okay anyway another way to cultivate um forgiveness is to and this is something i'll be telling you all the time dealing with your situation is to practice empathy i'm working on it and it's not trying it's accessing (laughs) like it's in there but i'll be shutting that shit down but I know. Being a piano player is in there too. You got to practice that shit Boo. to learn. You know? Um, try to see the situation from the other person's point of view. And I know I don't have that particular experience, but in long-term relationships with partners and things that have happened, discretions or just, you know, fucked up situations all around that have happened between partners, even in marriages, like, you have to forgive whether you stay together whether you divorce or not you have to forgive you have to be preparing yourself for the yourself for the person you want to be and that's reflective of who you are and how you were in those relationships but also having real life empathy like for a person (coughs) you you've had to experience that because there's been situations and you've gotten back yeah. in these relationships mm-hmm. after these experiences have happened you know so another way to cultivate it is reflect on the times that you've hurt others and that you oh. have been forgiven or a time that you've hurt oh, somebody yeah. and you want to be forgiven maybe you haven't even gotten their forgiveness so now it's awkward or you can't be friends with them anymore or talk to them or be around because oh. you feel that yeah you feel bad or whatever. So that is a way to cultivate it. Like, I know I didn't mean to do this. So I know what I did really fuck with them. But that wasn't my intention. Like, I really wish they would forgive me. You know, that will help you give yourself permission to forgive other people. Like, well, if I 
could be in a position where I needed to be forgiven for something that I did, you know, somebody else might need those same graces. Absolutely. Next is be aware that forgiveness is a process and even small hurts may need to be revisited and forgiven over and over again. And that's what MJ was just talking about. (laughs) Making the list. I think saying it out loud, that's the part where I'm like struggling that I'm going through this And that's a part of it, literally speaking. Where I feel like I've addressed something and obviously it's really deep so it has to be continuously addressed but for whatever reason when I come back around to it, then I'm almost like condemning myself for having to come back around. Like I did this The very next Mm -hmm. step. So it's double drama. Articulate your emotions. That's literally a part of the process. Because essentially when we don't acknowledge certain things the universe puts us back in that same scenario. Okay, universe, I got it. Problem. Ah. We have to learn from our experiences. The universe the same shit keep on happening to you, uh, ma'am. You the shit. It might not the be shit. the same shit, but <laughs> I am the shit. It can still be different situations that you're still caused to learn from. You can learn the same lesson by dealing with a duck yes. or a house. And if you have depending that on lesson, what the lesson you're is, you're gonna continue yeah. to go through it. But that takes a, a level of, of self-reflection, too. Somebody yes. has to realize But that. I do that all the time. But are you reflecting on the right things? You know, you be reflecting I on... I be reflecting and I get How you stuck. made people you feel. Get, you start to reflect and then stuck. you get stuck. So exactly. this is what I said. So that's what I was telling you How do I get the gasoline? Because see, what happens, I've learned lately. This is what Seasonal I Seasonal depression you. is real for me. It is real. And I've had to go back to being a teenager and realizing I go through a, a cyclical pattern mm-hmm. where... The season changes and I don't have enough energy to pull myself out of these types of things that you're talking about. Because, yeah, you might think about the emotion, but then you start dwelling on the emotion. And that's where you have a hard time getting to the next part of releasing. So when you dwell on the emotion, you just dwell on it. You don't ever release it. If it's cold outside, the sun just comes out and you're like, God damn it, bitch, get over this shit. Yes. And then you get up. So this is... you're not acknowledging it. I do. I know this is the problem. (laughs) Go ahead, say it, friend. Yes. So, it says, if you want to forgive or be forgiven, be willing to express how you're feeling to others and to yourself. Ruminating on negative feelings is both unhealthy and unproductive. So, what you be doing is... I'm not doing it because I want to. I'm no, 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 no. You, yeah. When the vitamin D is lacking... My body is like... But that's what I said. I feel This is uncharged. why I feel like black people just need to hibernate. We a lot of people have to be. Here's the thing. I've taken. <laughs> I take be, trips just to take warmer trips climates. To, Listen, like, I'm gonna be honest. Different lives. Open and vulnerable here, and say I've taken medication to for mood management and all of this, and I know it is very necessary. But I also know it's not always just a prescription. Yes, it's something it's, that you need to do though. It's other things, whether that you it's need to going do. outside, whether it's taking a supplement, whether it's adjusting your diet, whether it's all of the above, and which for me it is. Because all of the things outside of you are a part of you. And we be trying to separate ourselves like we just some magical individual yes, but thing. The the but day, we are all a part of this one. It's still deeper than that. Yeah, and you got to be able to manage and balance yourself amongst this field of energy that we're in. I feel like this is one of the things that I am probably not doing at all. Is articulating my emotions regarding my Ooh. traumas and my things. Say it out loud to the wall. As long as you say it, like you get your mind wrapped around it. 
You know what I mean? Like a clear thought about it, so you can then know what you're releasing. This is where I the feel, list comes in, guys. Yeah. I feel this like this is where the list absolutely. Comes in. When that counselor posed the question, girl, I'm tired of you. Have you ever only because you calling me literally out? Literally <laughs> written down no. everything that has ever hurt you. Why? That has I don't want ever to. given you some type of negative emotion. No, and I said, hell no. Why would I? Why would I do that? Because because it's what? certain things that happen to us that you start we, remembering more shit too. that we don't, I don't remember. Do that. Yes, because you've forgotten about you it. it. Doesn't mean that you dealt forget, with it. You, that doesn't mean you've forgiven you've forgotten it. Forgotten about and it, and that's what you're still holding on to. Oh, exactly you're what saying you're saying I hold on to it even though I forgot about it. Yes. because the oh, emotion that holding no. on to that emotion. That's what I just said that I discovered. Yes. I discovered that I've forgotten you so many things that I haven't forgiven. So you said it. You don't realize until you start doing the work that we're doing now. But you, that you're holding the on to part all that you left emotions. out that, that just clicked for me was you are actually still holding on. Yes. Just because so you forgot. I, you said it, but you didn't say it to you. That part. You didn't <laughs> articulate it in that way. So it's like, just because you forgot it doesn't mean doesn't that you, mean still don't you let it. it go. Yes, yes, exactly. It's just like a pair of jeans that's in the back of your closet. You I'm don't sure wear you them. You have forgot about them because you don't wear them. You don't but go it to doesn't that mean that you closet. don't still have them jeans in the back of that fucking closet. And I'm not going to get rid of them. Exactly. They're there. Minister Micah. They're still there. We got there. Reverend Rebecca and Minister Micah. <laughs> I mean, so for this week's homework, but that is really, okay. I pose you to and write this shit out. Fuck, but write it out. No, write it no. out. I have literally been working on my list for about three weeks. I'm a dweller. I, I don't want to bring it up. It's still not complete. And every time Maybe I think of something, I can, am. You're it avoiding it. Absolutely, it's triggers. It you can be said stuff. fight or flight. I said please, bitch. Yes, I'm gone. You know that, <laughs> but it don't yes. mean that you forgot. Your body doesn't forget oh, the no. emotion that you feel. But okay, when okay. These things Here's happen. the thing. I like what you're saying. You're bringing all these things up, and you're saying write it down. Yes, take a picture. My body ain't forgot it. So when my mind remembers it, then what? My body and my I I'll tell you what's next. What's I have next? a list. <laughs> what's next? What do we Look do? for the silver lining. Mm-hmm. This can be a controversial tip, but research suggests that after someone hurts you, you can forgive more easily by reflecting on the personal benefits you've gained through the transgression. Writing about those benefits. What did you learn? Writing sure. about those benefits will be especially helpful. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> I was the one dreading it before. I mean, now, like, you know what? It, you're like, because uh, I'm going to tell you what thought just came to me is first thought is work. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Work. Healing and then, like, work. journaling is, can be stressful sometimes because for me, I'll get swept away and I don't know what's going to come out, but, that, but that's the but healing what? part of it. Writing don't have to look the same for everybody. Because then the next thought that came to me was I can still write something creative. Maybe I'll be the one rapping on the next track. <laughs> you might- this <laughs> is my forgiveness poem. <laughs> poem, yes. look, motherfucker. Yes. Second grade, you yes. told me I couldn't and dance. I could actually, and I had so when she told me to journal about it, I was like, nah, I ain't going to be able to journal about it. I like bullet point Bull- tree Boo my Joe. ass off Boo i was like Joe. point 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 this bitch this bitch this bitch whatever and then something and we'll come back to you know about there, i was Joe? like wait a minute this happened in between here too Girl, don't let me get my and i can go back and ask i love me some hostess <laughs> baby do you do you know what a boojo is a boojo i have Bullet one journal. dedicated for being uh-huh. organized like that 
But like, this is how I think. She doesn't like, know what a bujo is. I'm sorry, y'all can't see world. us yet. One day we're gonna <laughs> elevate, and you're gonna be able to see. Like, it's I an organizational full of dream. It is, I need is. it, and you get to make it. So you get to create your own journal, your own flow, your own whatever. It's. I have one in process, in progress. Uh huh. It ain't, it, it's very strange, but you know. It's yours. Goo gives a fuck. Like it has a Marvel movie list with a checklist. See, no, that's <laughs> yours though. I'm jealous that you got that far. I'm a hater. You got far. I need a, I've, I've bought journals like this is going to be my bujo and I haven't done it. I got all the markers, all the pens, everything I have I a, need. A, 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 po- a bullet list for <laughs> wreath ideas for each mom. <laughs> For your in your bullet journal, oh my gosh! Okay, your front door. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's so cute. Random. Okay, Shit. I know you would love it. That's you don't know what we're talking about yet, but we're gonna get on Pinterest and rock your fucking work. Maybe this could be a topic one day. Or bullet journaling. Yeah, no journaling. We'll or we'll or organizing in general. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, organizing too broad. You write journaling. <laughs> and then finally, the last thing is what we said already, but just with more detail. Forgive yourself. Forgive Mo- yourself. Let me say it one more time. Forgive yourself. I am a flight attendant by profession, and we tell you on that on that plane, if if the mask falls, you got to put it on you first. Because if you reach over before that and try to help somebody, you will pass out before you can do anything. Forgive yourself. Forgive yourself. Please and thank you. Uh, most of us tend to struggle harder. Most of us tend to be harder. On ourselves than we are on others. Mm. And we struggle to love ourselves. If you are not feeling lovable because of actions you've taken, you may need to work on self-forgiveness and offer yourself what you offer others who've hurt you. A sense of inherent worth despite your actions. And that's what I was talking about. Like, you done been in fucked up situations and you've been able to still find space to go back and be like, I forgave the shit you did, said, how you acted, the stunt you pulled type shit. But really haven't forgiven them because I never forgave myself for the part I played in it. Letting that shit go down happen to you. Letting that shit go down for so long. Baby, that right there, what you're saying, the let go is the part for me (laughs) because it's like little movies. Something Mm -hmm. happened. I felt the way you felt the way. We went through it. Forgiveness. But I'm still going through it over and over. Yeah, because it hasn't really been forgotten and released. Right, because I, for somehow, I don't know, I've been able to forgive other people more than myself in a lot of those situations. Because somehow I probably feel responsible. How many times have you watched a movie and every time you see something new? Yeah. So every time I go over it, I see something new, like, yo dumbass Mm -hmm. did that. Why you do that? And it always goes and then back I gotta to, think of some well, other. why did you accept this? Yes. Why did you think this was okay? Oh, my God. And I'm getting really so harder when, on myself than we, I am on the When next we person. get to that, why did this happen? That's where the grace comes in. That is what we need, compassion and grace for ourselves to be like. Because I am a grown child learning life yes. one day at a time. I didn't know because then I what I know now. And when you and speak those it, things blah, blah, out loud, blah, blah. Yeah. you can be like, okay, Kiana, okay, Micah, yeah. okay, Rebecca. <laughs> You had to go through that. Because now you know. Journaling is going to help this. Because as we speak on it, I recognize that there are certain realizations I have that Mm -hmm. I make. I do make them more than once. Mm -hmm. Because I don't forgot I made them. So maybe if I had to roll them down, I would have seen it again. uh, So you go back and read your journal? Sometimes. And maybe not in detail, but I am a bullet lister by nature. So Mm -hmm. even if I'm journaling, I'm going to underline something. I might 
parentheses, right in caps or something like that. Yeah, all of that. Yeah, so. I'm gonna go back. I'm gonna I got tons of stickers for my bullet journal. Like you have no idea. I'm still back on that. I'm so sorry. <laughs> oh, we're gonna. It, I know. It's a journey. It it's is. for life. Because when I finish for that one, life. I'm gonna do another one. <laughs> I know. I'm so excited. Like, okay. I don't like the whole idea that people are like, "Oh, you just need to finish." No, listen. This is my, my process. What if I wanted to do a mermaid one and then I got through it and it was like, you know yeah. what? I'm out of the sea now. I got my. Right, right. Now it's time to fly. I'm an owl now. Or fucking, what's the. Forgive course? yourself for wanting to be a but mermaid. Fly. For so long. The unicorn? Yeah. No, no. unicorns don't centaur? fly. Pegasus? Pegasus? Pegasus. Okay. A centaur. A centaur is half man, half horse. I just want a man so bad. <laughs> oh, you gotta work on yourself. I'm you doing gotta, it. You're right. What, what I, say I ain't ready for no man. I know it. <laughs> That's why when I got the results of this test, I was like, damn. I wish I could have cried because I was like, no, I was like, it sounded right. I got emotional. (laughs) Is that accurate? I I feel and felt and thought that I had healed more is what I'm saying. I guess it was a realization of where the fuck I'm really at. Yeah. Where I guess I recognize my struggle and I know I'm I am fully aware of my struggle. And the fact that it's You know how long I've been trying to work on forgiving this particular these you know what I'm saying so I just feel like damn bitch I said damn bitch bitch. (laughs) 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 I'm not making no list y'all can suck my I just I don't why I don't like that idea I know I'm saying it because I'm probably going to do it but I don't like it it's making me upset well thinking about it it's at least two weeks refocus on finding the silver line and I'm only three just working it I know the silver lining is that I Look will for probably more. be able to release some of the things that I think I've actually forgiven more so. Look for the silver lining in what you went Because through. my problem is that I forgive other people, but I don't forgive myself. Well, hell. And I don't even be knowing sometimes. I did say self-forgiveness is a whole nother That's a whole other journey. Self, but like, you can't completely let, let go of the situation <laughs> if that part isn't there. Right. Uh, anyway. That's why I'm going through the movie over and over. Like, cool. Ugly. Anybody else? Girl, that's what you wore over there? No wonder he said this shit to your ugly ass. Oh, no. Yep. I'll be dragging me. (laughs) Well, Micah doesn't talk to herself, so. (laughs) Then you had a girl to wear a silver eyeshadow that day. Silver eyeshadow? (laughs) I'm going to drag you now. (laughs) Exactly. It'd be old shit. I just, no, I just saw a clip and I was just like, you are so annoying to me, girl. Kim Kardashian, they were out of the country somewhere, and Courtney and Chloe didn't look cute to her. And she was like, "Just wait right here. Let me get a couple of solo shots." And then in her interview, she was like, "My sisters look absolutely disgusting. Courtney is wearing this Japanese-inspired outfit, and it's just ridiculous. And Chloe is wearing chandelier earrings and turquoise eyeshadow, and it's just..." clashing with my outfit and I was so embarrassed I just did not want to be seen with them I I was just like girl you're disgusting you're embarrassing and when you see yourself but did they look good they looked fine it was her personal personal opinion because the description sounds (laughs) no 
First of all, Courtney's outfit was cute. Okay. It was definitely kind of costumey, so she couldn't function in it. It was making her walk weird. But she was <laughs> sacrificing for her look. So Kim was more concerned about what people were going to say about it. No, she was concerned about how they were going to make her look. Because what people were going to say about it. Yeah. Yeah. Perception. All right, y'all. That wraps up 1111, and we'll be back with horror stories. Just go. I'm going to cut her. All right, y'all. It's MJ. So, this week, we're going to talk about Aries. Okay? So, just so y'all are aware, Aries is March 21st through April 20th. Meanies. (laughs) And I have um, this little book that I recently got. It's called The Astrology of You and Me by Gary Goldschneider. 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 And I thought it was pretty interesting. It basically breaks down each zodiac sign by specific traits, how you may encounter them from the, you know, Aries co-worker to an Aries partner, a business partner to an Aries lover. So it's going to give us a broad spectrum of just Aries in general. Yes. No. I don't know. <laughs> I'm sorry. Okay. So I'm that means you have it. a story to share. We'll come back I mean, to that. You start. I'm, you see my face. I'm just okay. quiet. Over Listen. Here. Let's get the background. Y'all can see this reaction. Share. <laughs> right. Because I'm emotional. So, in general, it says, Aries is the first sign of the zodiac, representing cardinal fire and symbolizing the pure and highly intuitive energies of the sign. Mm. Since Mars is their ruling planet. Anger, frustration, <laughs> bow. You said it. Keep going. Aries individuals. <laughs> I'm sorry. We're they tend to be forceful, aggressive, <sighs> and insistent on getting their way and winning. Oh my God. Although often childlike traits. and open, they can also be hard to reach emotionally and find it difficult to express their complex feelings. Oh, wow. They dislike being analyzed and take the attitude what you see is what you get Mm-mm. with regard to themselves. So clearly y'all feel kind of way about Aries. I feel like, you know, I feel like that was all true. What else you got? Listen, that's just in general. If I really wanted to go into, you know, like. We want all the tea. Dating and things of that nature. Maybe y'all could like, you know, co-sign. (sighs) Well, I can just tell you my experiences with Aries. Like as a romantic partner, somebody you're dating? Someone who I was in a relationship with and okay. somebody who I was dating. Okay. Like we went on a couple of dates. So before you tell me that story, let me see if this is gonna coincide. Mm-hmm. The book says the Aries romantic partner can be counted on for their honesty and desire to maintain a close involvement. However, their dynamic attitude is so great that you may not be able to meet their constant demands on their energies. <laughs> Although they are extremely independent and most likely will encourage you to be also, they will want to have daily contact with you, whether virtual, auditory, or physical. They would hate being called needy, since their self-image is one of total independence, but they are very dependent on their romantic partner, at the very least, to listen to them, take their advice seriously, and obey their commands. Can we just put a pin in it right there? Because I'm ready to tell my story. <laughs> Is it something more that they demand or whatever? No. It just lends, you know, strengths and weaknesses. 
Well, what's the strengths? They're independent, they're honest, and they're energetic. What's the strengths? (laughs) (laughs) What's the weaknesses? They're self-unaware. Okay. Demanding. Kind of pushy. Kind of pushy or pushy? Pushy. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) And then it says their interactive style is purposeful, focused, and dynamic. Yeah, they dynamic, all right. Okay. Please share. I gotta hear this. So... You know who the fuck I'm talking about. Just describe it and I'll I'll know more. The darkest man I've ever been with. Go ahead. <laughs> Say veggies. Okay. What? Aries. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you see how the energy shifted when she realized who it was now? Automatically. Okay. So <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. That's not even right. Arian is like the white people nation. No, that's like like the white prison gang. Arian nation. What do they call Aries? Yes. It's Aries male. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I just made up some shit. (laughs) He was definitely dynamic. He was definitely fiery, independent, definitely pushy, definitely all those things. Okay. He definitely had an attractive personality. And was physically attractive himself. He had a, uh, the kind of thing that made you want to talk to him, invite him to your party, because people are gonna have and people are gonna have fun and laugh and all that jazz. Mm-hmm. However, he was kind of borderline disrespectful. How they talk about how you mentioned like, oh, take my advice, or they like for you to take their advice. It's how they deliver their advice in that pushy manner. Like, this is what's best for you. Mm-hmm. This is what you're gonna do kind of thing. I remember I got in a situation where I had traveled to go visit Pootie at the time because this ex of mine was had an attraction and like a relationship and got cool with her ex. Mm -hmm. So while they were dating, we were dating or they was married then. Mm -hmm. So, you know, my best friend nigga, you know, we got together to do the thing. They vibed out. They was oh that's my homie. So we were coming back from them and they were living kind of far. They were living in um, Dunwoody, Sandy yeah. Springs, Dunwoody. And I was living out here mm-hmm. where I am now. Um, so I had a good little drive or whatever. And this is when I had my raggedy little Toyota Camry. And I had car trouble. Like, the car was old. Like, I'm driving it at Dunwoody. Something gonna happen. And it was like wobbling really hard to the point where it felt like my wheel was gonna fall off. Mm-hmm. I've had a wheel fall off of that very car before. Mm-hmm. I experienced driving and that shit popped off. Right. Spent eight hundred dollars to get the shit fixed. Right. Of my student refund shit. So when the shit started happening again, I'm like, mm mm, we finna pull over. Triple A finna bring this to the house. Yeah. I'm not finna do it. Yeah. We're on the highway going a faster speed. Now I was like in a Daytona back street, like nah. So he was frustrated, number one, that the inconvenience happened. But that's anybody. We on the side of the road. Triple A, when it happened, I didn't have triple A. I hadn't paid my premium for the year because you know you pay one time and i had just enough money to basically call AAA and get them to tow the car so i'm like i gotta deal with this i call AAA, get AAA back on get the car towed and we're sitting and waiting he's been an asshole the whole time and then he was like growing more and more impatient while we sitting there waiting i'm quiet because i'm like i just don't want to deal with 
no car shit. I'm broke. I ain't got no money. I just spent all my last money to get AAA, and I gotta see what's gonna happen next. This nigga, um, he basically saw me just in the car, minding my own business, chilling, snatches my phone out of my hand, like, what are you doing? Like, he was, like, overtly aggressive. I did not like that. When he was trying to share his ideas of what I need to do or whatever, and he, he had a lot of good intentions, like, he was trying to help me with my business with his ideas. He was definitely the type of person who liked to share suggestions or whatever, but he definitely had this aggressive side about him. And then I went on a date with another Aries person, and he was very attractive, tall, and I was really enthralled by him because he was educated. Mm -hmm. He had a lot of information about a lot of things that I wanted to know. He's sitting there telling me about Bobby Hammond, and he's telling me about all of this, telling me the places I need to go visit in New Orleans, just things that had me, but, and I was excited to learn from him. Yeah. But then by the time we got on our second date, I realized this nigga has not let me talk yet. He ain't asked a question about me yet. He's just going on and on about him and what he knows. And I can tell you so much. I can fill a book with things I can tell you. I, like, he was literally saying things like that. Mm -hmm. So he was OD, like, spreading the information, telling me all of this stuff. Being very fucking, like, coming off very arrogant. Mm. Ah. After the first time, it was like, okay, I'm I'm enthralled. I I love to learn, so I wanted to know more. But the more that he sat and talked, the more I was like, bro, like chill out, chill the fuck out. Like yeah. shit ain't cute. And I, had, <laughs> and I remember I had gone out of my way to do something nice for him on his birthday, mm -hmm. and he had me like waiting all day instead of just saying like, hey, I'm seeing other people or I got friends and family doing this and that and the third. So. <laughs> Overall, my idea of Aries men is that they are very arrogant, uh -huh. they're very aggressive, and their honesty, so-called, tell it like it is, is just pure Harsh. mean. Yeah. yeah. Your turn. <laughs> so guess, what you got? <laughs> I'm going to co-sign all of what she said. All? That must be true. Damn. Keep going. <laughs> I mean, pretty much. Okay. I'm still healing. <laughs> oh, I gotta forget that nigga probably I'm sure <laughs> but I'm gonna start back cause I actually had a friend a female friend growing up who was an Aries okay. mm -hmm. and same applied damn wow <laughs> damn you know we were very good friends and I will take responsibility in me, myself being a people pleaser doormat type energy at the time mm -hmm. it was just a perfect perfect fit Cause she was all about manipulating, running the show, the arrogant. She was the boots. Okay? Yeah, she was so it just worked, and I like to be like taking care of people. So I was okay with that for the moment. But obviously, I got older and decided that relationship was not going to sustain what I was trying to do going forward. So I cut it off. However, in my recent past, I have dated an Aries man, uh -huh. and while we had a very special connection he was mean as fuck okay <laughs> i am a cancer woman i'm sensitive emotional like i like to be fun and, and bubbly and exciting he was mean okay like, like what level of mean mean like he wasn't that mean to me oh. he wasn't that mean like he didn't do anything <laughs> physically aggressive which Good. i would have appreciated like <laughs> of all the things it was more just his conversation. He was very dry. 
And I kind of felt like the whole thing about the uh, idea of how they are seen and their image part that you read mm-hmm. definitely applied to him. I felt like some of the things I did, be, me being goofy and silly, he was annoyed by because it was, I think it was more of a threat to his image. And I'm like, well, this is who I am. I'm goofy. And if you had to worry about what you look like, then I'm not the one for you. Because, yeah, people is going to be laughing over here. Sorry. <laughs> That's just me. So, I'm really trying not to identify this person. I'm trying to get... I'm more, not only talking about it, I'm just thinking about all the things that I did for him and how he was like... He was very appreciative. He was very... I will say he was sweet and considerate level. to a level. But I think also the kind of... The, the level of sensitivity that I can tap into can kind of freak people out too. And him being an Aries, when I did that, like I showed how I can be, it was kind of like, oh, girl, you doing too much. Yep. Get your bitch ass out of here. Like a mush. I got an emotional mush in the middle of the forehead. That's what I got. He didn't physically mush me. Let me be clear. He didn't put his hands on me. But emotionally, I felt like it was like, get your ass back. You doing too much. And, and that feels and like that's rejection, rejection. for me. Yeah, that is rejection for me, and I don't fare well with rejection. We, me, and this person actually had a direct conversation about that. But what does where that he look was like? okay? We had a disagreement face to face, separate. Like I think it's time for you to go. Type of part ways. Mm-hmm. Had a conversation via text where we both had our words, and I felt like I was being as empathetic as I could, like mm-hmm. identifying how I felt and what I know I did and what I would do going forward. Mm -hmm. All right, then, type of response. That's what I got. So I let that shit lie where it was. Like, for me, I'm dead in the water. We gone. We done. Because he said, all right, type of stuff. And this is not verbatim. This is just a general synopsis. It was dismissive, though. He dismissed me. So I was gone. Then I'm out. Let me go lick my wounds. Yeah. (laughs) And then he came back like, hey, what's going on? I miss you. Oh, I miss you too. Like the sucker in me came out. And he's like, well, why didn't you say anything? And I told him right then, like, I don't do good with rejection. If you say fuck me, that's fuck me. I'm dead. I'm going to lick my wounds and be fucked. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like you can't do that and think I'm going to come like, hey, like, no. Recovery, healing, Neil's boring. Something has to happen here. Yeah. <laughs> so for me, that didn't work like. Also, I hadn't quite grown to a place where I feel like I was stable in my own, grounded in myself. Because mm-hmm. I'm learning things as I grow. Like, I have to have certain routines and habits in place just daily to keep myself grounded so I can deal with a relationship. And at the time, I was new into that. Mm-hmm. So that relationship really rocked me. And I was like, oh, shit. I can't do this no more. I got to get my feet on the ground again. Yeah. So, you know, it just it didn't last and. I still can't drive to his side of town. and Today actually happens to be his birthday. Wow. <laughs> Happy birthday, motherfucker. Go ahead. <laughs> no, I ain't going to the Ville. <laughs> Ooh, child. This airy shit got me re-triggered. So, you know, that's a great topic, though. Because, obviously, and you telling that story, it's something that forgiveness needs to be tapped Absolutely. on. And it's just, you know, I don't think it was a coincidence that I chose Aries this week. <sighs> and I don't think it's a coincidence. You know, I'm just throwing that out there. But anyways. Yeah. Alright, y'all. That wraps up Horror <laughs> Stories for the week. <laughs> we'll be back with advice and grievances. Alright, everybody. We're back and it is time for us to get into advice and grievances. And again, this week, y'all, 
We got a message, a voice message from a listener. Woo! Woo! Thank you, listener. We're super popular, you know. <laughs> so let's give it a listen. Hello, ladies. I would like to know what do you all think about agreements and expectations in relationships between individuals? For example, you might expect me to do something or you feel like I should know. So after listening, I think, forgive yourself. (laughs) (laughs) Because, (laughs) I mean, agreements, expectations specifically, that's an assumption. If you haven't spoken it out loud, you're assuming that the other person knows what it is you expect. So in any relationship, I truly believe it's important to say what it is you want from the other person up front and out loud. So essentially, that's an agreement. Well, yes, that's making agreement first. But yes. some people think, because some people think saying "I'm your boyfriend, girlfriend" is an agreement to something, but no. you have not specified because everybody's idea of that is different. Yeah. Me personally, I don't believe in that shit no more. I'm 33 years old. I don't believe in no motherfucking boyfriend. What that mean? What does that mean? <laughs> what does that give me? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, we can date, we can be friends, we can spend time together with like, whatever we think is partner. appropriate. Yes. And then we can get engaged and married. That's it. Why? I mean, I don't understand. My goal is partnership, part. period. So, with the, and that would be for me to say up front when I'm dating someone. Yeah. So that we can agree going forward, that's what it's going to be. Yes. Because it'd be wrong for me to ask, think that they would have the same, same expectation. Yes, because yeah. that's an assumption. So with that said, don't assume, have a conversation. Ask, discuss, and then you can come to an agreement. Mm-hmm. Anything you want to add to that? Like expectations versus? No, I mean, yeah. I completely agree with her. It, it It's a level of what does this title in a relationship look like to me? And what does this title in a relationship look like to my partner? So if I can't have that open, hard conversation, I call it, mm-hmm. then what are we giving each other? I like, think- why are we here? And so that's that. I never thought about it like that. But it is. It is an agreement. I'm giving you time to hear what I have to say and or express what you have to say but are we compromising on what it looks like or are we just making the agreement to say yes i agree with what you say you agree with what i say and together contract signed i think that we often enter a lot of Nonverbal agreements. Yes. Mm-hmm. We enter into As relationships. We enter into relationships with ideas of who our partner are supposed to be, just in general. Yeah. Like, if, or that representative we see up front. Or, or, or no, just our expectations. When you date somebody, regardless, you you're gonna have a certain level of desire that you're gonna get out of your partner, whether that's. I want somebody who take me out every week. Whether that's I want somebody who cook because I don't. Whether that's I want. But if you haven't said to your partner, 
this is what I desire. This is what I need. And they haven't agreed to it. Yeah. Because sometimes you might just say, this is what I want, and then still expect them. And let me address Have that. And, and they haven't agreed to it. Because exactly. I know this is a problem. I've witnessed it firsthand from my friends, and I've heard it on Dr. Phil. <laughs> that motherfucker. You got to say it. No matter how afraid you are, you have to say it because the worst case scenario is they don't agree and you're going to put up with something you don't want anyway. So you have to say it. So either you're going to say it and they're going to leave and then you've avoided having to deal with the situation you don't agree with or you don't say it and they potentially put you through something you don't agree with. So being vocal, but you know, a lot of times people are afraid to say what they want. I understand that, but be more afraid to experience what you don't want. Yeah, and that's the difference. That's it. I feel like (laughs) with uh, Miss, what's uh, she didn't say her name, but it says Rosemary Sage on here. Ew. Um, (laughs) (laughs) What Miss Rosemary Sage? That definitely is giving me alias vibes. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Come on, stage name. (laughs) Rosemary Sage. (laughs) Um, it's like you know when you enter into a relationship with somebody, so maybe y'all already are in a relationship and not even necessarily dating. You can have a expectations versus agreements thing with your child. Yes. Where you expect them to know not to run into the street when you never have sat there and been like, this is the corner. We always stop at the corner. Have you had the conversation? Yes. So it goes back to loud with the other person. (laughs) Yes. Not with yourself. Yes. <laughs> out loud. Yeah. Just a motherfucker real conversation. Know, motherfucker, I know I want to go out every week and then no. get mad and I want to take me nowhere. Like, have yes. you said I, I want to go out? We ain't even date night, so why am I getting upset with him? Because we ain't had this conversation yet. And when you're mad, don't say it when you're mad. Say it when you're mad to yourself. Say it when you can use your words and wisely. think of a way to politely express how you feel, not what you think is wrong with the other person. It's not necessarily anything wrong so with if the you other person. Want if you haven't no, said what you what need. I'm saying is... The example she just posed, mm-hmm. this person, or did you, the example posed was this person knows I want to go out. Okay. Yeah. Instead of pointing out what this person should know based on your expectation. Yeah. Identify that I want to go out every week. Bow. That that's takes all away that's the uh, blame and all of that. And you just identified what you want and gave them an opportunity to solve the problem. And if they yeah. want to be in a situation, partnership, marriage, relationship with somebody and make them happy with some of their actions, they would do that. And if yep. they won't, you get to say, I don't want to do this anymore. Yep. This is not fun. I want to go out. That's fun for me. I want us to be a cute couple with pictures and whatever. Memories. Whatever it is. Yeah. yeah. Outside. That just reminds me of something I recently learned in therapy. so trigger words for others just like Rebecca said when you use the word you shouldn't or you should Mm -hmm. this is what you should be doing that's a trigger word for everybody Mm -hmm. and if I'm telling you what you should be doing that doesn't mean that I'm expressing right doesn't mean that I'm expressing my opinion it's just telling you you need to do this. Yeah. All so it comes off to the other person you know in, in a judgment platform so yeah i realized that in therapy that i am very uh judgmental at times we all are i was about to say we all are we like to say that we're not judgmental you might not be that judgmental judgmental is a life saving yeah it's it's a it's a life preservational skill yes if you was getting on a city bus or something like that 
and you had to sit next to somebody and there's somebody in every fucking seat, you're going to scan that bus in 0.4 yeah. seconds yep. and sit and next to the judgments. person who looks the safest, cleanest, safest, sanest. Right. Exactly. Right. You're going to choose that. You don't look at me like, all right, I'm going to sit next to grandma. She or I'm going to just stand up. Right. She over here looking like she smells like Tussie and Chanel. <laughs> I'm going to go over here. <laughs> I can hey, deal with some powder. Some five, you know? So, yes, Miss um, Sage, we think collectively that that's really the main difference between those two and that you have to state what it is that you want speak your truth what you need what your expectation level is and allow that other person to either rise to the occasion agree to those terms and then y'all can sell off into the sunset and i feel like this conversation and these agreements need to be revisited as often as you need to keep things afloat in your relationships too because People change. Yeah. Ideas change. Expectations change. Somebody who used to want to go out all the time, like us in our 20s, may not feel that way five years right, later. No, right. I don't want to go no the fuck where. I want to be home. I want to do nothing. So if you're with somebody who's still trying to live out the, the party boy, party girl days, then it wouldn't work. Well, it may work. It's just a level of compromise. No, it wouldn't work if they're not willing to change or the conversation isn't had yes. about... What the, the new level is or the of, new level of yes, yeah. new agreements mm-hmm. have to be made. Absolutely. So, I'm gonna summarize all this. Okay. Speak your truth out loud and fearlessly. And don't be afraid to revisit it as often as needed. Yes. And also make changes as you grow. Come on, yes. she just not she's sitting over here synopsis. <laughs> Put it all together. Yeah. yeah. So like do any of us need advice for anything or have something we wanna just and hold me accountable. Put, 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 put my feet to the fire and just keep pushing me to be great. Is that all advice? I need. That's all I request from y'all oh. to keep advising me forward. Oh. I can be stuck. And I want y'all to know that it ain't never personal. It's always just in my well, you head. You know my ass gonna around. say some shit. Well, I mean, I'm just, you know, just giving permission to address it out loud. Yeah, Amen. you know, come on. I'm ready to hear the thing. I, I need, need to, to hear because I want to so be great. Yeah. 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 What about you, MJ? Any advice? Any grievances you want to call somebody out? Wait, go ahead. Don't we coming with no problems without a solution? That's all. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> Lord have mercy. Um, no, I think. You definitely, I didn't even have to air my grievance this week because it spoke to my spirit this week. The Our topic, forgiveness. the forgiveness topic. And the fact that I am constantly working on my list of things that have hurt me. <laughs> <laughs> forgiveness just is at the top of that chart there. Because I know if I can't forgive myself, then I damn sure can't forgive the people that have hurt me. Because... The whole accountability thing. I'm now, you know, <clears throat> I'm just disgusted because it's so true, it's and just, I'm just uh, like, ew, uh, like, I don't wanna. <laughs> I really don't wanna. It's mud. I was, <laughs> I was literally like having anxiety about recording this episode because I, I really thought I was gonna burst out into tears or just like overshare or just because it's 
fucking heavy. So trust me, I get that. I don't have any grievances, and the only advice I can offer is like, do it like it shall be, baby. That's all I got right now. Period. Well, the affirmation will be, I forgive myself. And if you're feeling a little big and bad and excited, you can add four blank. Mm-hmm. You can fill it in as you see fit. So yes. I forgive myself four. You might need to be specific. But yes, self-forgiveness is key. Oh, I forgive myself for giving fuckboys a chance. Mm. I forgive myself for holding on to sadness. Mm. I forgive myself for not giving myself enough grace. Mm. You just gotta go there with a deep one. Come on. I forgive myself for eating nerd clusters like a fucking clown. (laughs) I forgive myself for a lot. I feel like we gonna get off of this motherfucker and finish this therapy session elsewhere. Yes. One on one on one. Right. (laughs) Three on three. (laughs) If you want to reach out to us and send us a voice message, you can do so. Or just tell us how much you like us. I mean, you ain't got to say nothing for the show. You can just give us some props. Any voice message. (laughs) Or you can be a hater. We like that too. Yeah. Ah, We'll talk about your ass. Send your feedback. We'll give you a spotlight. You can give us a review on Apple. (laughs) Yeah. You can leave us an Apple review. You can find us on all our socials at Spiritually Clatchet. Clatchet is C L A T C H E T. You can leave us an email at spirituallyclatchet at gmail.com. You can find us and leave us a voice memo on anchor.fm forward slash spirituallyclatchet, C-L-A-T-C-H-E-T. That wraps up this week's episode. Wait. Uh, wait. You assume got? these people can spell spiritually? <laughs> you want me to spell? Because <laughs> I, 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 I know Clatchet is like a made up word. Listen. Spiritually is S P I R I T U A L L Y. I'll have to find a little cute cadence, make up a cheer, make a little cadence. Spirit. I ain't trying to call y'all out because we can't see you, but S P I R I T U A L L Y. Clutch it. C L A C. And in that order. Appreciate y'all and we'll get back to you next week. Peace. Later.